Hi friends, welcome to the Kansas City MomCast, a place to learn, connect, and grow in a relevant and intentional way. We're your hosts, Sarah and Megan. Join us as we interview experts in the field and hear from local moms just like you. This is a podcast for Kansas City moms by Kansas City moms. We know that your time is precious and we're grateful you've chosen to spend some of it with us. Thank you for being a part of the Kansas City Mom Collective community. Hi, friends. I am so excited for our topic today. It's one of my personal favorite things to talk about, but also something that I have a major ongoing struggle with. I think a lot of people do, which is organizing. Today, we're going to be visiting with local mom and expert organizer, Emily Weimer. Emily is the lead organizer at Simplified KC, a Kansas City-based professional organizing company founded just last year in 2020. Simplified KC was born from a collision of professional and personal passions. The result is a design-focused organizing solution to streamline the homes of busy moms so that they can spend more time on what matters most. Um, I love this part about Emily. She says she's a lifelong lover of the container store, the British royal family, and small business. (laughs) We love small businesses here at Kansas City MomCast and Kansas City Mom Collective as well. And we're so excited to have Emily here with us today. So let's get started. Hi, Emily. Hey, you guys. How are you? (laughs) Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thanks so much for thank you so much for being here. I'm super, super excited for this topic. Um, Can you start by telling us just a little bit about you and then how you got started with Simplify KC? Yeah, definitely. So my name is Emily Weimer. I am a mom to two boys, Carter and Beckett, who are kindergarten and first grade this year. And I am wife to Andrew and dog mom to Bria. <laughs> and we live in South Overland Park. And um, that I'm, that's like me in a little nutshell. Yeah. Um, and so Simplified, gosh, I feel like Simplified has always kind of had a place in my heart on some level. It just yeah. was a matter of time until I had the time to take it on professionally. I, you know, I remember my mom teaching and like, she walked my sister and I through the art of decluttering constantly when we were younger, you know, and I just always remember this feeling of relief and freedom Mm -hmm. and knowing that my space was organized and items had a home. And so when I had kids, there was just this immediate need to simplify our space. Mm -hmm. I know you both know kids come with tons of stuff. (laughs) And I just remember Mm -hmm. feeling like the walls were caving in, you know, I just felt overwhelmed by the clutter. And I really just desired our space to feel restful in the midst of such a chaotic time. And so I really think Simplified began in my home about seven years ago. Um, But in the middle of a pandemic, I just decided to go for it. You know, we were home and I think a lot of people were organizing and decluttering. It was just a good time to do it. And so I threw a website out there and I started getting the word out and um, Simplified launched. So we are a little over a year old now and just loving it. We love what we do. So 
we're growing and it's just been a really cool thing. That's so cool. So for somebody who's not familiar with hiring a professional organizer, can you kind of walk us through the process of what that looks like? Whether it's yeah. like would the best place to start be like go to your website and then tell us like what it looks like after that. Sure. So, you know, I think it's so fun because social media has just really broadened the reach of who you can see. And so you can really get a feel for someone and their work by following along. So I always say Instagram is a really fun place to start. You can kind of see behind the scenes and really get a good idea day to day what we do. But if you haven't worked with an organizer before, definitely check out our website. Um, And then there's a place there to schedule a consultation. So typically I start with a quick phone call. I want to make sure that our personalities are a good fit, that the project that you have in mind is something that we're able to take on. And then from there, we'll do a quick in-home consultation. So we'll come, we'll measure your space, we'll walk through it, we'll take pictures and just kind of see more in depth what we're dealing with. And then if you want to move forward, we put a date on the calendar or maybe a series of dates, depending on the size and go from there. And we just, we dive in and we come and we will literally go through each item in your space. We'll categorize it. We'll put it in containers that make sense. We'll label them and create systems in your home that are hopefully easy to maintain for the long haul and that will kind of stand the test of time and help you grow with your family and the different stages of life that you go through. That's amazing. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> so I great. love it. It's not for so everyone, great. but I. <laughs> well, it's just, and we'll get to this as a question I have for you later. But I mean, a lot of, I definitely have experienced just that feeling of paralysis of not really knowing where to start. And I think oh, having yeah. somebody, a third party come in and look at it just more objectively is so helpful and to yes. literally get the ball rolling. So do you do the, the shopping too? So we like can, if we're getting yeah. containers, like could I provide my own containers or would you go get my containers? Totally. You know, a lot of people, it's funny. Some people prefer to use what they already have and okay. that's great. But some people decide, you know, this just has not worked for us. I don't really yeah. know what I need. And so I think the benefit of having an organizer come to your home and help you shop for products is that we have used everything. We know what works really well. We know what maybe doesn't. We know what's worth your money. Mm-hmm. And actually, it can end up saving you money in the long run That's to just insane. have us do it for you. Yes. So knowing that we love something kind of saves you the the time, the effort, the headache of then having to swap it out if it doesn't work. We get it right the first time. That's yeah, That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, yeah. so you, <laughs> you've you said that you, you're a firm believer that physical clutter equals mental clutter, which mm-hmm. I love that statement. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we've all felt it, right? So mm-hmm. just imagine, imagine the place in your home right now that is just jam-packed. It is, you know, the drawers are stuffed. You can't open them. Papers are covering your countertops. You know, there's just the piles of things you kind of shift around because you don't know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. Your physical environment influences, you know, your cognition, your emotions, your relationships. And if you really want to geek out with me for a second, research has found that the stress hormone cortisol is actually higher in cluttered environments. So that fight or flight response is triggered and can impact your ability to focus, you know. Mm -hmm. 
and I've I've definitely felt this. Tell me if you have too, but oh yeah, just clutter. It can make you feel stressed, anxious, depressed. You know, you're more likely if you don't have like healthy coping mechanisms, you're more likely to overeat or binge watch Netflix or just be kind of lethargic. The list goes on. It's and there's just so much to be said for a physical space that is simple and clear of clutter. It just impacts your life so positively in so many ways. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely experienced that. Mm -hmm. Um, and kids Mm -hmm. just, you know, have amplified that for sure. And yeah, Emily, we're we're (laughs) laughing because we're recording in my playroom, attic playroom, which is the worst place in my house. So this is so appropriate. (laughs) You're talking in Sarah's smiling and just looking around our space that (laughs) we're sitting in right now. I'm in I'm in my dining room office studio makeshift, you know, space. I don't even come into this room right now. Yep. It's like impossible <laughs> yep. to see a, a clear space on the on the table. So oh, yeah. just We're know that zone. I'm not perfect either. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> we did some polling on Instagram and of course mm-hmm. one of the topics that obviously moms struggle with are toys. Yeah. They just, you know, they just keep coming. They just keep coming in things that somebody mentioned, um, glow sticks that don't work anymore as an option of a toy that, (laughs) you know, just like the kid won't get Mm -hmm. rid of. Mm -hmm. Um, so how do we, how do we manage, this is a big question. Mm -hmm. So how do we manage all the toys and possibly involve our kids in the process or do we not involve our kids in the process? Like what are your personal thoughts and experiences with? toy management. Gosh, I, this is a bear of a topic and I think we could dedicate a whole podcast just to this topic of toys. You know, it's, and I'll try to be gentle, but I'm going to be real. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to us. Give it to us straight. I am a monster. I'm ruthless when it comes to kids toys. And, you know, we go through our toys two to three times a year minimum, you know, it's, um, it's almost kind of a constant thing I do. I'm kind of always looking for things that the boys have outgrown and mm-hmm. I'm setting things aside and I'm pulling them out and I'm um, just always kind of putting them through that filter. So I'm a big proponent of toys you can play with multiple ways. You know, yes. we really try to avoid those single use or single purpose toys. Um, anything that leads to imaginative play, I'm all for. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are overwhelmed, I always say, try to rotate your toys. You know, if that's something that you can handle, um, take some things away and then reintroduce them later, you know, keep them in bins. If you're not going to forget about them and you're actually going to rotate them, you know, cut them in half and just take some things away. And I think that will actually help your kids. I think you'll find that they're not as overwhelmed by the, the amount of toys they have and that they'll play with them more. So, um, that's a big one. Um, but getting your kids involved is, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, it's like, if you, you know that they haven't played with something in a year and a half and the second you decide to take it away, it's their favorite toy in the world again. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, if they're old enough to really get it, you can say, Hey guys, we need to kind of pair, like, let's take stuffed animals. We need to pair some of these down. So let's choose the, the stuffed animals that will fit in this basket. That's the number that you can keep. And I think the more you do it, the easier this gets. I'm not saying it's easy ever, but 
And I haven't completely mastered it, but the more you do it and just do your best, I think the more your kids can get on board. So like my kids now are just used to it. I say, hey guys, we haven't played with these in a long time. Would this be cool if we, and and put it, change your focus maybe more on giving to kids who don't have as many toys, you know, yeah. instead of just saying, we're going to, we're going to throw this away. We're going to instead say, Hey guys, you know, who would really enjoy this toy? Like I have somebody in mind and I think it would be great if we could pass it along to them. What do you think? Yeah. And so I think that's a, a thing that's been helpful in our house, but you know, at the end of the day, I think you as a parent are responsible for what comes into your home yeah. and you're responsible for what comes out of it. So, you know, if you're really overwhelmed, then it's, I hate to say it. And yep. again, no, I'll try I know, to be gentle, I know what you're going to say. It's kind of on you as a parent to make know, the decision and say enough is enough. So yeah. if you've really had it, there are things you can do to kind of rein it in a little. So yeah. So I know Emily, it's hard around holidays and birthdays too. So I always say if you can do a quick a quick declutter right before then, that kind of gives you some breathing room. Yeah. So do you, Emily, since you talked about kind of intentional choice in toys too, do mm -hmm. you share that with your gift givers? You know, Ooh, just great question. At holidays, knowing that grandma and grandpa or whoever are wanting to give, give, give. Um, yep. How do yep. you address that? We do. So we've had some, I think you just first have to have the hard conversation. So, and we've had it with, um, my mom, especially who I love and is incredible. She shows affection by giving gifts mm -hmm. and we've had to say, Hey mom, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Can we, um, would it be okay if we maybe gave you a list? Here are some of the things that the boys need and are asking for. Yeah. Can we kind of tackle this list together? And, at the end of the day, you just have to be gracious and whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. But I think that it's just the honest conversation that you have to have first and then just kind of hope for the best. Yeah. 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 yeah that's it's that's so tricky. It is it's so hard. hard. And it's never it's a so comfortable hard. conversation to have. <laughs> no, no. Kind of back to you were talking about as parents, us being kind of basically taking the responsibility of for what is actually mm -hmm. in our house, whether yeah. we bought it or it was given to our kids. Mm -hmm. We, um, I joke that my daughter lives in a squatter's den a little bit, a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff. And, um, so good. yes. And, but you know, like when I've talked with my husband about it, I'm like, you know, she didn't ask for this stuff. Like, yes, she, uh -huh. yes, she has it, but like, she didn't ask for all this stuff to manage. And right. so I really try to keep that in mind when I get so frustrated with all her stuff. And she's one of the kids that would save the glow stick uh, that doesn't work too. So you add yeah, that to yeah. like actual <laughs> toys of meaning or, you know, Cherry value. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so that is really hard. Um, mm -hmm. And you were talking about giving things away to other kids or other people. I, I don't know if I've talked about in this podcast or not, but I feel like it's part of my conversations daily with people. I'm obsessed with the buy nothing groups. Um, yes. on Facebook, yes. if you're on Facebook, you can just search and join your local, it's called buy nothing and it's a give and it's a give and receive group. So mm -hmm. I am constantly giving things away. The whole idea is the group is everything's free. So whether you ask for something or give, um, we give away a lot of stuff on there, which has been amazing. Yep. And then I also, my seven-year-old is really motivated by money. So yeah. I will sometimes say, you know, you can sell that, you know, if you want to sell that 
like a lot of people on Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace are looking sure. for toys if you want to sell that. That's and that will motivate idea. her sometimes to get rid of stuff. So, you know, whether your kid is motivated by, you know, greed or generosity, <laughs> you know, there's, some, there's a venue out you know there. What? There's no shame. Whatever no works. Shame, no Just shame. get it out of the house. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and she's, yeah. Like, oh gosh, sweet girl. She's, she's the best. Oh yeah. I just, I, I'm like, can we as moms also just put a stop to the party favor bags? Like, oh yes. my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. For the love. I know people I know. are like I know. so well-intentioned, but I'm like, oh, yep. gosh. Or have it, or have them be consumable. For... Yes. Totally. We don't keep a bag longer than 24 hours in our no. house or a Happy Meal toy. Like, yes. Happy Meal toys go into the trash. I feel like my son's room is just producing them at this point. I'm like, where did these oh, come from? They I multiply. don't even know. They multiply. <laughs> I, one thing I like for all those trinkety things is a lot of times teachers, elementary obviously, will have like a treasure box. And keeping yeah. a bag like on your shelf in your basement to just throw that stuff mm-hmm. as you find it. Cause I hate throwing things away. It's part of one of my own issues. Like I, it's not, I guess it's not a bad thing, but I just don't like the idea of just like throwing stuff away. So I putting get all that stuff yep. in a bag and then very sneakily, if that's a word, <laughs> getting that to it the is. school or the teacher is a yeah. way to get rid of that stuff. So I love that idea. Um, okay. Moving on here. So mm-hmm. one of our listeners was asking, basically, this is another big question for you, how to end the cycle, if that, if possible, of needing to reorganize and clear the clutter like every six months, which you kind of already addressed. Um, sure. Like, is this a normal rhythm or is there a better way to do that and manage? You know, I, I thought about this one and I... You, Maybe she doesn't want to hear it, but I think unless you just completely stop bringing things into your home, which is just unrealistic, this is a rhythm. But I think the good news is that if you do the work up front, the maintenance becomes so much easier. So I'm in a constant state of decluttering. So I have a bin stashed away for donations. So when I find something that I want to take, I just put it in the bin. And when the bin is full... I drop it off at Goodwill or wherever it needs to go. And it's just, it's one of those things. It's like home maintenance. You know, it's never done. It's kind of like, it's kind of like going to the gym. You know, you kind of have to do the daily work. You have to make sure you're kind of watching what comes into your home. And I think if you can be realistic about what comes into your home, that makes the process Mm -hmm. a lot easier. I'm just... I think in general, I've become much more mindful of what I shop for. I shop for quality over quantity, and Mm -hmm. we try not to overdo it on, you know, toys, clothes, shoes, makeup. Even though I love all of those things, I've just learned that I have to rein it in a little. Otherwise, it's just too much. And so I think once you can do that, just the the art of keeping your home clutter-free it's not as intense as it once was. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. I saw, I think it was like a meme or something uh, talking about, um, and I'm going to butcher it, something about clutter being basically a decision that you keep putting off, like procrastinating, which makes so much sense because I feel like, um, and I'm a long way from where I want to be with this whole topic. However, I feel like Whereas I used to, like, if we would get a bunch of kids' papers or something, I just try to make the decision, like, right then. Like, 
there's a pile of kids stuff. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to save something that speaks to me, (laughs) sentimental. The rest are going to be recycled and then it's going to go where it needs to go right away rather than just putting it off. And a lot of times I think it's easy to put it off because it's like, you don't know where stuff goes, which I think we'll speak to next. We're going to talk about containers. I think if there's a home for things, you just know where it goes and you can just go put it there. That's so true. And it's like, if you don't have a home for something, you probably don't need it in the first place. If you yeah. actually don't know where that could go in your house, yeah, then it's time to do something about it. Even here's what I say. Even if you know, you're like, I don't have a great spot for this yet, but I know this should live in my basement storage room. Put it down there. And then when you have some time, tackle your basement storage room or whatever the space is, just get it in the room where it should go. Yeah. And then let's find a home for it instead of shuffling piles around from place to place, yes. which is honestly what has happened here Oh yeah, a lot more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Totally. Okay. So talk to us about <clears throat> containers. I love containers so much and I, I love to love buy them. I love too. to buy them and then just sometimes not use them. Like we have like, yeah, I'm not going to go into it. We have a lot of containers. <laughs> um, can you talk to us about containers, just your tips, yep. your thoughts on containers? And especially uh-huh. one thing that did come up on Instagram was that space that we all have, like a catch-all space. Like for me, mm-hmm. it's in the mm-hmm. kitchen on a counter and it's just a pile. There's always just a pile of randomness. Yep. Um, it's where things get dropped. Yep. Yes. So talk to us about containers. Yep. So my biggest tip, and it, it sounds so backwards, but don't buy your containers first. Okay. So when you decide you're gonna when you decide you're gonna organize a space, what people typically tend to do is go out and buy what looks really pretty and really mm-hmm. shiny and what you hope will work. And then when you get it into your house, maybe you organize it, but it's not really functioning well for your family, or it's not like you thought it was gonna be. And that's because you maybe didn't do the actual decluttering yeah. and organizing first before you decided what you actually needed. So yeah. instead, what will save you money is to first pull out every single item from the space you're organizing. So if I'm I'm looking at my linen, or not linen closet, my front hall closet right now. So okay. what I would do is I would pull out every coat, hat, glove, go through first and purge what you don't want. So Take all those things away. Then take all the items and put them in a category. So you have all your coats and then group all your hats together. Kind of see how many hats you have Mm -hmm. because what you think you might need and maybe what you bought first, maybe it's too small. Maybe it's way too big. So do that first and then go to the store and find what's going to fit your space. So always measure your space. And find bins that will fit your aesthetic and then your budget. So you don't have to go blow it out of the water at some really fancy organizing place. Yeah. Um, you can find something great at Target, Walmart. There are so many good options. And so if you can kind of know exactly what you need beforehand, that helps then with your purchase down the road. Um, this is also where a, a pro can help. You know, we do a lot of virtual consultations too, just to source products. So Mm. again, we know what works really well and what's the best kind of bang for your buck when it comes to containers. And that can really save you money in the long run. So if that makes sense, that's kind of the approach I take when I'm using containers. Did you have any specific instances? 
Oh man, I have a lot of instances. <laughs> and a lot of instances. I'm trying to think. I will say, I will say some of the best ones that I've found are actually just at Target. You okay. know, just the clear, the clear, almost like a shoe box with a lid. Oh, that's a good and question. Actually, that's mm -hmm. a good question. They're actually not that expensive at the container store either. Target for me is just a little more accessible. It's right down the street. So sure. um, that's kind of my go-to. Some people are really like, they don't like to see anything they don't like to see what's inside of that their was bins. my question for you was clear versus yeah because opaque. they just and i think that's just a preference so okay. for me personally like seeing into the bin kind of stresses me out i don't like to see all this mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. some people need to see the stuff otherwise it's out of sight out of mind but i would say whatever you choose label it so especially if you choose a bin that you can't see into because Sometimes what happens is when you put things away or up high, you just forget it's there and then it sits for years <laughs> until so you're true. like, what's in this box? And then it's, you're like, oh yeah, well, now my child has outgrown this and I forgot it was there. So uh -huh. whatever you do, whatever you prefer, just make sure you label it and that's the finishing touch on whatever containers you choose. How do you label your stuff? So I, well, I'm this is like my business. This is what I do. So I invested yeah. in a cricket. Oh yeah. Um, but oh, I yeah. also, I know, which is really fun. Cause then you can also do like the fun, fancy other projects and get oh, crafty. Yeah. But I have a little handheld one too. It's just a Dymo. Um, mm -hmm. Found it at Target, I think for like 20 bucks. You can just buy the refill tape and okay. that will do in a pinch. Um, so that's what I do in the garage, kind of the basement, especially places where you don't see a lot. I just need something quick and dirty and just be done with it. The Dymo is a really good label maker. Okay. So that's kind of my go-to. Okay. That's awesome. Those two things. That's yeah. part of my problem is I never want to label because I want it to look perfect because I have issues. Yes. So I don't well, like want to handwrite anything. Oh, I'm the same way. I don't like to handwrite anything. It's got to be like I, perfection font. Uh-huh. And you can also go on Etsy or just any, a lot of organizers could probably just do this for you, but go on to Etsy and you can buy custom labels. I've seen those. So That's if you want it to too. look really pretty and yeah. you don't want to invest in a Cricut or yeah. whatever, go and have somebody customize those for you. I think they're just a couple bucks each and, you know, depending on the size of your project, it could be pretty affordable to just do that instead. That's great. Okay, mm -hmm. so Emily, for the overwhelmed mom who mm -hmm. wants to start this, because we're at the beginning of a new year, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, especially after the holidays, people are wanting to get rid of stuff or they're feeling overwhelmed by stuff, so they need to clear out the sure. stuff. How does somebody get started? Like, what are, how does somebody get started, and what are some realistic resolutions for organizing in the mm -hmm. new year? Yeah. So I I will just start and say, give yourself a lot of grace with this, mm -hmm. especially when your kids are so young. Um, yeah. It's a lot and it's hard and it's overwhelming and it's okay to not feel like you can do it all. So start really small. If this is something that's new to you, we're not talking about undoing your whole kitchen. I would actually tell you, don't you dare do that first. <laughs> start, start with one drawer, uh -huh. one small closet, um, and just tackle that. So take everything out, you know, 
Go through anything that's trash and toss it. Donate anything that needs to be donated and then figure out what you want to keep and then organize the keep pile. So okay. only save what you need. Only save your very best and favorite things. And it's so worth it in the end. You know, it, it is worth it to do this just kind of for your mental clarity and sanity mm -hmm. and just know that it's okay to ask for help, you know, yeah. whether that's from a friend or family member or someone who can watch your kids while you take an hour or two to just slowly go through um, or whether it's a pro, you know, and yeah. you just feel like you need to have somebody come hold your hand and do this. Um, <laughs> ask for help if you yeah. need it. I mean, and, and that's okay. So for the overwhelmed mom, I just, I've been there and I just know um, how it just can feel like the walls are caving in. And so mm -hmm. just by starting small, I think will serve you really well. And it's, it is, it's so worth it. And I think you'll just see a difference in so many other areas of your life by being able to just simplify and declutter. It's, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally would say agree. it's the easiest way to feel like you lost 15 pounds. <laughs> it's seriously so true. It's so, so true. true. It just feels so much yeah. lighter. Like every time I take a box yeah. of stuff to donate, I literally feel like, yeah, I feel lighter. It's just, it's just such a, a great breath. feeling. And I never regret yeah. anything that I get rid of. Like yeah, not yet. The thing. I'm sure that day's coming. Everything but... and everything is replaceable. So at the yes. end of the day, if you donate something, it's like, well, okay, next time I won't do that. But you can, everything is replaceable most, most of the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, amazing, that's amazing, what I would amazing. say. Yeah. Okay. And if you guys have questions, I mean, feel free to reach out to me. I am yes. on Instagram and that's a great way to connect. And so yes. if you have like a specific need for one thing, just send me a message and I'm happy to answer questions or I love, I could talk about this all day. So. Oh gosh, me too. Me too. Literally. This <laughs> is like one of my questions. favorite topics. And Emily, we'll put, um, we will share, we'll put in show notes, um, how our listeners can get in touch with you. Great. I absolutely love, love following. Um, I love following your Instagram. It's like, oh, well, thank it's you. Like we therapy. try to keep it. We try to keep it real. And um, it's so good. It's, it's fun. We love it. So come follow awesome. along. Yes. Emily, thank you so much for being thank here you. today. You are so welcome. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. And hope to see you guys soon. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So I am thinking about I'm all motivated yes. and I'm thinking about what I'm going to be working on or continue working on. Um, in our house, my current big project has been going through our storage space, which is kind of whatever, because you don't actually see it. But every time I go in there, it gives me panic, panic feeling. So I'm working on just getting rid of stuff and then converting everything to plastic bins. So stuff isn't in cardboard boxes. And that's so exciting. <laughs> but it's probably, it is necessary. That's it is probably necessary. the worst spot in a lot of people's houses. I know. I know. What do you, are, do you have any areas that you're working on or you are yeah. going, or you're now motivated to go do? Well, I mentioned my playroom, which we're sitting in <laughs> and I'm feeling the walls closing in while she's talking. Um, 
I think my struggle with things like the playroom or mm -hmm. even the kids' clothes with certain children uh -huh. is like there's another <laughs> one coming up. And so I want to save it because I don't want to buy, yeah. you know, that toy or those pants again. And so I really struggle with how much do I give away and how much do I save because it will save me money in a year. Yeah. Um, and so, but we are... I have a linen closet. We are remodeling our bathrooms next year. And so that I feel like is a great, I love moving mm -hmm. and remodeling because mm -hmm. it's a perfect opportunity to purge. Yes. And so I'm really excited to like get rid of the towels that are from our wedding. So 12 years ago mm -hmm. and they're not looking so hot. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to <laughs> pass those on to the animal shelter for the puppies. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. But I think things like that that have, we realize, like, okay, it's been 12 years and these things aren't even working anymore. I know. Or they're stained and gross. Yeah. Or um, if I haven't used it in that long, like, you just got to let it go. Yeah. And I've tried with each holiday, you know, when I packed up my yes. Christmas stuff. Yes. I, the stuff that didn't ever get put out because I don't like it, I just passed it on. Yes. That's such. Do you have, do you have any systems that you feel like you just do or even, like, if it's even just, like, a simple, like, bin? Anything you already do that you feel like is helpful? Uh, we have bins per holiday, which I think yeah, that's helps helpful. or season. Yeah, so like fall, so I take it all out. Um, yeah, you know when we redid our kitchen, I did have a professional organizer come and do our pantry because yes. we never had a pantry before. Yes, and it's small, but just even you know I very much relate to the bins, and I feel like the best thing we did or the organizer did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm was everything's accessible for the kids. So yes. the bottom um, row of our pantry is kids' snacks. Yep. And so I don't have to, and they're responsible for organizing that. So every couple weeks I'll say, hey, you need to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> or like we have a drawer and for kid cups. Yeah. And that's low. Yep. So that we don't have to get them and they can just get it themselves. So. Yeah, we did. We had somebody help with our pantry a few years back, too. And I will say that it is the one area of our house, the one area of the house we've had help with. Yeah. And it's the one area of the house that's actually stayed that way. Yes. I like, agree. it actually works. It's like the professional actually knows what they're doing. You know, it's just crazy. crazy when we thing. did that for our, like, bathroom cabinet, too, she had, like, extra hours or something. And so. Okay. And that's been helpful to have, like, a big bin for dental stuff and a big bit yeah. of first aid and just have it separated out. We need to do that with medicine mm -hmm. and we need to yeah. do like the safely disposed day at the police station or whatever. I, there's so many random medicines in our house that just need to get out. Yes. I, I remember, have to like dig through stuff to get to kids ibuprofen. Uh -huh. Yeah. Our organizer like had a big trash bag of all the expired medicine and I was like, Oh, well. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> It's, it's crazy how that stuff accumulates and it just takes up space. So it's like, move it out. Yeah. And I'm a big, my husband is not, but I am a big, like use after the expiration date person. Oh yeah. Is that really oh, worried yeah. about it? Like that was passed down, I think from my own childhood. Cause yep. when we go to my parents' house, it's like, we have to check the date on the milk. And so yep. oh, yeah. using medicine past our expiration <laughs> is just common <laughs> thing that happens. Common practice. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm super excited to, um, hear from listeners if you guys are working on any projects we would love for you to tag um at kansas city mom collective and show us what you're doing um 
highly recommend you follow Emily. I love following her on Instagram. She's at Simplified KC, and we'll put that in the show notes. And then her website where you can reach her as well is um, www.simplifiedkansascity.com. So speaking of Kansas City, we are moving on to what we are loving in Kansas City right now. Um, Sarah, you want to go first? Your scraps? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Flew out the brain. Um, So speaking of organizing, Uh we um, recently have kind of fallen in love with Scraps Casey. And so they take, you know, I'm like Megan of, I don't like to throw things away that are perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. I just don't want them in my house. Yep. So like modeling clay that Mm -hmm. is really hard to play with, but other children would love. Um, They take everything. So whether you're recycling it, like the lid from our Chateau bottles, or whether you like have a coloring book that's half used or loose leaf paper you don't need. Um, They recycle markers, you know, short pencils, anything like in the art supplies area um, or even like wrapping paper, yarn, fabric, anything like that. They'll take and they will, they resell it, they make kits and they do so much good work in the community. So, um, and where are they located again? They're down, um, Kind of like off of Southwest Boulevard. Sort okay. Of, okay. Area. Downtown Kansas City. Uh-huh. Okay. And so that's so cool. And that would be another, um, speaking of containers and bins, you could even keep a little bin yeah, first to put that stuff mm-hmm. in and then take that and go. And they have stuff. If you go there, your kids can make stuff, right? Yeah. They have, um, they have like classes. Open, kind of open. Like not time, open. Time. Okay. Open art time. Okay. Um, they do start. We went there with the Boy Scouts. And so they do like service project where you pack like sock packets for um, people without homes and actually employ huh. people um, without homes yeah. and provide like a kitchen for them. And they just do so many good things, but That's it's really, really neat cool. to be able to recycle or, you know, just pass it on to somebody that would actually use, use it. it. Yes. That's fantastic. Um, okay. My favorite thing I'm loving Kansas city right now, we're in the cold months. We're in the, um, indoor play time. We love rainbow play systems, um, which is located in Olathe and it is, it's their showroom of all their, um, swing sets and they have a trampoline, which is fun. That's netted in. Don't worry. And you take your kids. They're open Monday to Friday, uh, from 10 to five and it's seven fifty a kid. Or if you're a frequent flyer, you can get a punch card. And so you'll save some money that way. But it's such a fun place to go. Either take your kids um, or meet a friend and go and just let the kids run wild and play on all the different cool, fancy play sets and jump on the trampoline and get out all that pent-up indoor energy. So highly recommend checking that out. And it's great because it can be for little kids on the swing sets or like my 10-year-old likes the basketball court, indoor basketball court. Oh, yeah, they've got that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good wide age range place for sure. So, um, yeah. Okay, so for Kansas City Mom Collective, upcoming events, we want you to make sure you don't miss and mark your calendar for. Sarah, do you want to share about um, Kids Helping Kids coming up next month? Yeah, the end of February, we have our Kids Helping Kids Day, which is rescheduled from last fall before Delta graced us with its presence. Um, But this is an awesome event we've done before, um, but it's a way to get your whole family involved in community service projects that are meaningful we have sponsors who host projects that, you know, all ages can do. Um, 
So whether it's packing kits for a Ronald McDonald house or um, we've done like grief um, related activities for the hospice house. Um, mm. And so this year our ticket sales will benefit Variety KC who does oh, yeah. um, accessible playgrounds around the Metro. Mm -hmm. And so they'll be our featured organization, but a lot of the or organization projects that are available benefit lots of organizations in KC. So it's a really great time um, Kind of an easy way to get your kids um, some community service exposure no matter what their age that's so great cool I'm looking forward to going to that and we hope to see you guys there too so um thank you so much for listening today we hope that this episode um has been relatable for you and hopefully motivating um again tag us we would love to see what you're up to and we will see you next time on our next episode of kansas city momcast thanks for being here Thank you again for spending part of your day with us. We would love for you to share this podcast with other Kansas City moms, as well as rate and review, as this helps others find us. We would also love to hear from you, whether it's to share what you loved about today's episode, an idea for a future topic, or just to tell us how you're doing. We are here for you. You can email us anytime at kcncpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time on another episode of Kansas City Momcast.